You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 294. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hello. Hi. So uh, I guess we should start by talking about a new little thing we're doing. What's that? With the, if someone's got an idea or not, not an idea, but they see some news that they think we should be aware of. Okay. Yeah. And, and what should people do? I don't know. You did all the other stuff. Oh, okay. You wanted so, me to take over. Got yes. it. Got it. Got it. Okay. This is where you do your, your talking. Okay. So. If you see something and you want to make sure that we know about it, because a lot of times people are testing and they don't even know they're testing. Yeah. So if that's the case, you find something interesting. What I want you to do is go to theclipout.com slash tips, T-I-P-S. Like it's a tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Except the the website address, though, <laughs> is theclipout.com slash tips. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. You can also email us. At TCO in the know at gmail.com. So if you either, must. Yes. Either way, we'll get you there. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to start featuring people who send the tips over. Unless you have some hot tip that's so juicy you don't want to be. Yes. You have, you have the opportunity to tell us, hey, I would like to remain anonymous. And a lot of people do. Like, I get yeah. that a lot. That's totally fine. For no sure. big deal. Just tell us that. And the form does have a place for it. So. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I want you to fill out a form, not send us an email, but uh, you're welcome to do either. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, so that's out there. And then, and then if you go to the website, if you can't remember the exact URL, there's a button right at the top. So it's super easy for you to find. Super easy. Yeah. So other than that, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? 
Well, we're going to talk about the new live rowing classes. Ah. Super exciting. And then we're also going to talk about the next earnings call coming up. There's a whole bunch of things going on with instructors, as always. Got to hit hit all that. We also want to talk about the Peloton stock stuff. We haven't talked about that in a, in a while. We have a visit from Dr. Jen, and we're going to kind of look at the opposite side of things. Like, when is working out too much too much? Like, how... How is that a thing? Yes. And then we have a visit from Angelo and we're talking about vegan <laughs> vegan keto snacks. It's a long thing. You'll make sense when you yes. get there. In context, it, it will make, yes. it, it will make sense. And of course, we have all kinds of things going on, past guest updates, tons of information about Peloton. We've got some tonal news. All kinds of things. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart. Tune in, Google, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review so the people that come along after you know we're worth checking out. Also helps the algorithm, so we've been told. We all have to bow down to the algorithm. Right? We do. Yes, we do. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. It's a great way to stay up to date on Peloton breaking news throughout the week. Right. You can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash the clip out where you can watch these episodes. One of us is waving at you right now. Mm-hmm. I'll let you guess which one you can go to YouTube and find out for sure. It's definitely not Tom. Well, now you've ruined it. I'm sorry. Now they're not going to go to YouTube and see me not waving. Damn it. So you can also, also, also uh, <laughs> subscribe to our newsletter at theclipout.com. And finally, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the clip out where you can get these episodes ad free you can also uh, when they come out early you get them early when they come to us early we send them to you early and you can also what's the other thing oh yeah we record bonus episodes so uh, sometimes we just have little extra things to say to you and there's there's a lot of stuff coming i i don't want to say too much about that but but i will say we've got some real exciting bonus content happening very soon so i know I know we haven't had an episode, bonus episode for a little bit, but uh, I think forgotten. we have not. Yes. And I think this will make up for it. Okay. So I guess now that we've done all that, let's, uh, <laughs> let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton in the news. Live rowing classes have finally launched. They have. Yes. Only on the rower for the eighth millionth time. (laughs) I love whenever I get questions over and over again. But seriously, keep in mind, at least for now, that's the case. I don't think it's always going to, I mean, I know it's not going to be like that forever. We just don't know yet how much is going to be on the app. Like, are they going to give some classes? Are they going to give all the classes? We don't know. But what we do know is there will be the ability to see it at some point in some manner. So maybe not live. No, live classes. Well, that's a good point. I guess I thought they were, but that's a good point. It may not be live. It could be on demand for all we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think first off, I think you're you're burying the lead here. What's the lead? I had a good point. Oh, oh. <laughs> I do that so seldom. That's not true. You do it all the time. And I do give you credit for it. So. Okay. So is there other rowing stuff we need to know? Uh, I haven't taken any of the classes uh, because they happen at 730 at night, Eastern time. Yeah. And, 
I work out in the morning. Who are these people working out at night? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whenever it works for you, that's when you should work yes, out. But it does precisely. not work for me, at least this week. So next week, there are a bunch of live rows taking place throughout the week. And I thought what I would do is start posting a picture on my Instagram and other socials so people can see what the upcoming weekly schedule is so they can get an idea of what kind of classes are coming down the pipe since they can't see it on their app. I thought that might be a good idea. Awesome. Yeah. So I'll be doing a post. So look for it. Peloton has announced their next earnings call. Mm-hmm. I am happy to report that they are, are back to Wednesdays, <laughs> at least this time around. It's going to be uh, on Wednesday, February 1st. Yes. Makes our life a little easier. So much easier. I don't think it means a thing for the listeners, but for no. us, it makes our lives a little easier. It does. So 8.30 Eastern to 8.30 a.m. Eastern time. We, on February 1st, will be listening in and we will do a full report as we do every time they have an earnings call. I am excited about this one. I think it's going to be good. Do you? Mm-hmm. What makes you think that? I feel like we've rounded a corner. I know, sadly, a lot of the stores that were going to close have now closed. Right. Um, we lost the St. Louis store. We did. Our hometown this week. We did. And uh, as you know, Tom, the Westchester store that closed. and. Yes. <laughs> going through a, another project that I'm working on. That was one of the first stores to open. So wow. it was open a long time. Yeah. And that is really sad to see it close. But nonetheless, that has occurred. And so I think between that and like a lot of the things that Peloton has been doing, like with Amazon, Dick's Sporting Goods, etc. I think we're going, I think we've started to see the shift into the more positivity. And I don't know if other people have noticed this, but it seems like the drama is largely past. Um, and I think that Peloton has been like really, really working hard on their messaging like they used to do years ago. And I feel like they're back to that. And I feel like it's starting to show and it's starting to work. More and fundamentals, less less fancy pants. Mm -hmm, exactly. Or should I say fancy leggings? <laughs> it doesn't rhyme, though. It does not. Yeah. It does not. So maybe I'm just overly optimistic, but I feel like they're getting their feet back from under or rather they're getting their feet back under them. And and I think we might start to see pieces of that show up financially. They, might, they finally starting to see some of the payoff from the hard choices they've been making. I'm hoping. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Definitely. Shape magazine had an article this week about uh, Peloton and their focus on making fitness more welcoming and uh, more specifically for health at every size principles. Yes, uh, it's not Michelle Kay, sadly, writing this article, but it was still a very good article uh -huh. and got to interview Camilla and talk about how she's so body positive and it's always been really important to her. And Camilla talks a lot in her classes about why it's important to love yourself at all sizes. And she makes it kind of part of her class, every class. Not overwhelmingly so. I don't want people to think that it's like this big thing. It's not. It's it's just this like positive vibe that comes with it. And it's really nice. It's yeah. really nice. I like how in the middle of this article, there's an ad for Shapes Pick Noom Weight Loss Program. <laughs> <laughs> Health at any size, but here's a size. Well, and you know. You can be healthy at any size. You yeah. also can be unhealthy at any size. For like sure. Both can be a thing. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it correlation. Work. It's not always causation. 
Yeah. yeah. And they talk, this article also talks about the Hayes principle and why it matters in fitness. And so if you haven't heard of that and you want to learn more about that, this article goes into that in depth. And yeah, quite very much so. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's a lot of information here. Yeah. And they talk a lot about all the instructors that bring that to life from Camilla to Christine to Logan Aldridge, even, um, Callie Gullickson. I, I'm laughing because they mention her Trader Joe's posts and how she's she can lift her Trader Joe bags. <laughs> and that just made me laugh. But there's a lot of really good information in here. And like I said, even though it wasn't Michelle K, it was still a very well done article. So it's pretty cool. Peloton has a new PSNY events team in place. They sure do. It's Travis and I honestly, it's Travis Sherwin. And I don't know this lady's name, but um, she is posing in the picture with Travis, but they are both going to be working on the team and just wanted to say congrats to them both. Every time we have ever been to the studio, Travis has been just super duper nice and always made us feel welcome. Everyone I've ever seen, he's always made them feel welcome and part of the experience. And so I'm really, really happy for him. So congratulations. NBC News had an article this week about the 10 best fitness apps for 2023. And Peloton made the list. They sure did. In fact, it's right at the very top. And it says in here that you can get a free trial for 30 days. And it makes sure to mention that it's $12.99 a month, but $129 annually. So that's great that they're getting a mention for that as well. And while we're talking about lists, Sports Illustrated had a list of the best indoor cycling apps. And I don't know, this article kind of felt like uh, when... Your fifth grade teacher hands out awards and she makes sure that everyone gets an award. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of these out there and it kind of comes down to what you've said before. They get a click for everyone. Like they get paid for every click. That's really what this is about. They want whichever one you choose to buy. They're hoping that they get credit for it. And because it's like best indoor cycling app overall, best indoor cycling app for a home. What my home studio, home studio best multi-purpose best classes taught by international instructors for killer playlists like i mean first off like and and no one repeats right everyone's a different company so peloton got it for best indoor cycling app for a studio experience but like are you really telling me that soul studio whatever that is has better playlists than peloton yeah they they don't i gotta throw the bull flag on that agreed yeah but it's still fun that they were mentioned. Sure. <laughs> yes, there are much worse articles Peloton could be popping up in. Exactly. We've seen them. We sure have. <laughs> and sometimes they're in the Motley Fool. Yes. And Motley Fool has an article this week. Can Peloton make an epic comeback? And they're a little bit more, at least this particular article is a little bit more bullish on Peloton it than some is, people but are. As the Motley Fool does every yeah. week, there is an there is one with the exact opposite opinion. I yeah. also saw I just chose to include this one. And I chose to include this because it made my earlier point about how I think we're gonna we're starting to see that tide turn. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what this video is about if you choose to watch it. <laughs> of course they're careful. You know, they're not like, it's gonna be amazing. Right. <laughs> there was an interesting article on a website called Hemophilia News Today. Guess what that they write about? What do they write about? <laughs> do they write about hemophilia? Wow. You're really good at context clues. Thanks. But uh, the author writes about how Peloton works out very well with hemophilia. 
I guess because it's low impact. Yeah, yeah. And they said that it helps with joint protection as well, which all low impact exercises sure. do. But it, it's just nice to see that somebody highlighting Peloton for chronic conditions. You know, I've had lots of people say to me, you should talk about how it helps chronic conditions. And we try to highlight different chronic conditions by bringing in people who have suffered from those chronic conditions and they talk about how Peloton has helped them. But it's nice to see that it's in news like a place that's all about hemophilia. Right. Like I feel like that is is really good for Peloton. Absolutely. Like, so that's cool. And it's neat to just read this this person's story and like how much they've improved with their Peloton. That's always very encouraging to see. Also came across a blog called Confessions of a Mother Runner. And she does a review of Peloton's three-day split strength training program. Yeah. So this is this is from a lady named Deborah. And I guess she is an NASM certified nutrition and RRCA run coach. So she knows what she's talking about. That's yeah. my reason for telling you that. I liked reading this because I guess it sounded very familiar to things I have said about it. <laughs> In general, it's it's great because it's like, okay, you already know what your classes are going to be. You show up, you do them, and then you repeat it for four weeks. Everything's already pre-planned. It's kind of like what we like about Peloton. You don't have to think too much we about tonal. it. Uh, <laughs> What did I say? Peloton. You said Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what we like about tonal. Yeah. You show up and you just do it. You don't need to think too much about it. But they oh, and they said that these classes are more challenging than the regular strength classes, which I have also found to be true. However, what they don't like about it or what could be improved in their mind is that you can't really program out your days. You can't change it up very much. Like it's it's just kind of here's your program. There's not, there's not a lot of flexibility to it. And it's difficult to like plan out. I'm going to use this weights this day and kind of increase as I go through. There's not really a way to do that yet. I feel like Peloton has so much opportunity, room for opportunity with strength that they can continue to lean into because it's going to be a tough road to have people using weights at home and getting them to push themselves safely right you've always got some people that are all in and they're like i can lift 50s and they should not they have right. no business lifting 50s and then you have people who are lifting threes that really should be challenging themselves with a 10 and you have every every different shade in between and so that's really hard for peloton but i like that they are headed down the road of having programs because i think that's something they desperately need they need more direction for people more prescription for people because what people want next is how do i get from here to my goals and i think peloton needs more of that so anyway if you were wondering <laughs> peloton is also making updates to the feed yeah so for those of you who have no idea what that means um on the app or on the bike treadmill whatever there's now a little thing that says feed and you can see what your friends are doing what classes they're taking it's been in beta mode forever we've talked about it like a million times it's also the thing that we talked about where it's like okay well now everybody can see what you're doing so if you <laughs> if you're working out in the middle of the day and you didn't <laughs> want your boss to know you might want to go in and turn that off and there are options to do that but now they have added notifications so if you flip over to the next picture so up in the upper right hand corner if you'll notice it says that there are five 
notifications, right? But when you click on them, it says that the notifications page will be implemented in a later release. So you got to assume that's coming soon. And you're going to be able to actually see who high-fived you. And you're going to be able to keep track of it. Because right now, it's just like you you just get told, oh, I got a high-five for whatever class I took. And you don't know where that's coming from. Oh, okay. It's pretty random. Gotcha. Uh, so they're going to start to connect those things. And I'm sure this is just the first of many updates to come. So look for that. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Dr. Jen, and she's going to give us some insight on when you could be working out too much. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. (laughs) It's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Psychological Edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She was also a five-year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and sports psychology for USA Gymnastics. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. I mean, you're really the perfect person to ask this next question. I can't think of a better person to answer this. Uh, we had an anonymous an anonymous submission for this, and somebody wanted to talk about there are some folks who work out a lot 
And and when I say a lot, like specifically, there's a person who is known to be on Facebook groups and such bragging about working out seven hours a day on average. There's a person that actually gets shout outs in every other class, and they are at 147,000 minutes for last year's time. And then this person has suffered from eating disorders and orthorexia in the past. And for them, it's triggering to constantly see people giving this person kudos in the Facebook groups, shout outs in live classes when the person that's doing this is viewed as unhealthy. So really, she just wanted to hear your thoughts on this. I have many. Okay. (laughs) I think that it's, it's a very tricky thing, especially in the Peloton community, because there are different people who have different levels of fitness, who have different goals, or some people who are training for a triathlon, in which case, you know, multi-hour workouts may be appropriate versus people who are eating disorders. And look, we can't deny the fact that within the community, there are people who are orthorexic, who are anorexic, who have bulimia, who have exercise bulimia, who are eating disordered. And it's very hard to know kind of who fits in where. And I think we have to be really careful. And when you see someone who is training seven hours a day, that is extremely excessive. Like that is not healthy. That is not beneficial. Like even when I was an Olympic level athlete, like we trained four hours typically a day, sometimes like maybe seven right before an international competition. But like for someone who is not training for the Olympics, like this is really excessive. And I think that people need to be aware. And I also think that it's always, it's a tough situation because it would be helpful for people to reach out to this person and say, Hey, I'm worried. I know you're getting a lot of cheers and a lot of high fives or whatever, but I'm really worried about you. And at the same time, we know each other in the community but we kind of don't know each other. So That's, sometimes it's yeah. weird to cross that line and be like, hey, I know we've known each other on Instagram for years, but you know, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but here I am. So I, I think that people kind of reaching out to that person saying, hey, I'm worried about you is important. I think that people not cheering on things that are that excessive. I think that there does need to be conversations within the Peloton community and the Facebook rooms of, hey, like, what is that line? Are people suffering? Like, should we be worried? Like, how do you know when you've crossed that line? And I and I think that it is, look, it's a very slippery slope and it's very tricky and it's very hard to know. And at the same time, we also don't want to be judging everyone, but that seems really, really excessive. And if you are someone who is crossing that line into multi-hour workouts and you're not training for a specific event, like you need to talk to your doctor, you need to talk to a therapist, you need to talk to someone who knows about eating disorders to see, have I crossed that line? Is this still healthy or is it now obsessive? And also you need to look at, if you don't work out, are you freaking out? Are you not allowing yourself to eat? Are you worried about your weight? Are you obsessing? Are you in that kind of obsessional eating disorder type of thinking? If you are, that is a huge red flag. You should be able to go a day without working out, without hating yourself or beating yourself up. You should be able to do that without 
not eating that day without it hugely impacting what you consume. So really just encouraging any of you who are struggling with that, please talk to someone, get a second opinion. If you even question it in the slightest, if your relationship with food or exercise is causing you pain, seek seek out help, please. Excellent advice. And I would just like to add that as far as shout outs in the classes, I think I think that's probably putting a lot on the instructor that to assume that they are seeing the number of hours and minutes that this person is working out. So so I can understand on the one hand why there is concern. But I also think on the other hand, it's such a quick thing when an instructor is seeing a name that we should not assume that they are even really aware of how many minutes this person is working out. Now, plain devil's advocate. Okay, Tom. <laughs> it's so hard to get a shout out these days. It is. That <laughs> if if they're hearing this person get shouted out a lot, it it makes me think it's, you know, perhaps it is somebody that's professional or or adjacent and that's why the instructors know who they are and that that's... they're getting more more shout outs than normal because it's pretty difficult to get a shout out even if you are exercising 47 hours a week, which is what a 147,000 minutes in a year would work out to. I mean, I guess this person doesn't work. But again, unless you're training for the Olympics, unless you are training for a triathlon and are under a doctor's care, like this is excessive. Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm just wondering, like, like I said, it's hard to get shout outs. So it it, it makes you wonder if there's more going on. Yeah. 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 it's a fair point. Yeah. And I haven't seen the person's profile. So you know, and, and also, I know we shouldn't share profiles, but we also don't know if this person shares a profile. You know, I mean, they could have multiple people in their household using that account. And so it might look like they're racking up a lot of time. But That's we don't. positive. Look, you got you got to hope. You, I do. You got to hope. And, and look, I've been very public about that. I once had an eating disorder yes. for good decade of my life that I'm someone who has recovered. I wrote my doctoral dissertation on eating disorders. I have an app called No More Diets based on my clinical work and my doctoral dissertation. So this is an area that I'm very well versed in. And again, this is excessive. What's being described, unless this is 10 people in the family (laughs) or someone who is being monitored by a doctor to train for the actual Olympics, not like figuratively Olympics, this is excessive. That all fair points. Absolutely. All fair points. Well, thank you very much. I Ab- appreciate your input. Absolutely. And until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on all social media at Dr. Jen Mann. And on Instagram, I do post my workouts, which hopefully aren't excessive. Two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And I do talk to my doctor, my cardiologist and a trainer when I make my workout so that they are appropriate to my level of fitness and my age and everything else. And and we are glad that you do. Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Instructors in the news. Tunde interviewed the star and writer and directors, because uh, it was a team, <laughs> behind the new film, Missing. Yep, don't know why. But, yeah, it just seemed kind of like did. yeah, like why is why, like it just it's, it's like it's not for anything. It just seems to be. I think this is kind of relating to like 
You know how last year she had the podcast that came out, Fitness Flipped, and right. then this year Cody did his whatever LOL thing. LOL Cody. Yeah. yeah, that that show. I think this is another example of that where Peloton is giving the instructors the room to go out and do different things. I mean, clearly... Toon Day is headed down the road of wanting to interview people. She wants to have, I mean, I, right. I don't know how else to read this other than she wants a talk show. Yeah. I mean, that's that's where th- she keeps getting opportunities right. in that realm and she's she would be good at it. So I think I think this is one of those opportunities. And I think that unlike music, like it's easy to incorporate music into classes. How do you incorporate a movie For into sure. classes? Yeah. So I think it's tough to figure out how to pull those two together but i think that's what sony pictures was trying to do by having her do that Um, and uh, and if you're unfamiliar with the movie missing first off it's really good you should go watch it immediately yeah it's a sequel of sorts to a movie called searching but it's really more of an anthology series of films so like you don't have to have seen searching to follow missing in any way shape or form but searching is also really good and worth checking out but the hook of the movies is that they take place entirely through like a laptop so you're watching this and this and missing this girl's mother goes missing and she's looking for her and she's on her laptop she's using her iphone she's checking out security cam footage ring doorbell footage um webcams from tourist locations and so the entire movie is seen from the pov of of footage of a screen and so and searching does does the same thing so but uh, i have to say missing and searching go about it totally differently and i did not think it was going to be possible for missing to be good after watching searching and it was yeah because because searching was really good and but you're also kind of like well okay but you did you got a gimmick and you did it once and can you pull it off again and i think these are different Creators, I don't think these were the same creators, but oh, they yeah, that they use that premise as a jumping off point, and they really did. And I, we should also say that I forget which one, but one of the directors is actually from St. Louis. I don't remember. I know you told me, but I can't yeah. remember who it was. But yeah, yeah I, I forget. But but yeah, the one's actually from the Kirkwood area, which is a suburb of of St. Louis, which is where we live. Yeah. Well. If you get an opportunity to see it, go. It is worth your time. Mm-hmm. So Allie Love was on the Today Show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you included both of the articles that I had about this, but I guess it got weird. Well, <laughs> yeah, because I, I guess that she was going to have the host kind of exercise along. And then Hoda told Jenna Bush that she was not allowed to participate because she has a dress on. And I guess there was an article earlier in the week or sometime that Jenna Bush is... Not a fan of the underwear. Oh, and so so it could have been a mishap. So yes, she didn't want to uh, yes. show people things they didn't need to see. Yes, it was only <laughs> you can spell your last name, but don't show your last name <laughs> on national television. Wow. So <laughs> <laughs> well, the actual takeaway was supposed to be that uh, Ali Love was was on the Today Show. I love that they have work it out with Ali Love. This reminds me of. The set of an 80s DVD. Well, it would have been a VHS back yeah. then, but that's what this looks like. Yeah, it's definitely with the colors <laughs> yes. and, the, and the the design. The font. The font and the, the geometric shapes that they're using. Yes. It definitely has a uh, an 80s vibe to it. I'm pretty sure I did this video, except it was with Claudia Schiffer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Dennis Morton was on the podcast Intentional Wisdom. Episode 15. Wow, that's pretty new. Yeah. 
but it's on the Spotify, so maybe it's one of their podcasts. Oh, hey, that could be. Yeah. yeah. Well, congrats to Dennis for yeah. being on a podcast. And then uh, speaking of podcast appearances, Camilla Ramone was on Alley on the Run's podcast. Conversely, episode 605. <laughs> <laughs> a little difference in numbers there. Yeah, she's been at it for a bit. She sure has. Yeah. She's amazing. I love Allie. Rad Lopez was on PIX11 News, I believe again, right? Wasn't he on there a few weeks back? Uh, I don't remember that being I feel rad. like we talked about PIX11 News, and so I just assumed it was him back. but Because I also remember he had an appearance somewhere where we were like, oh, we haven't seen him out and about much. Maybe but maybe I'm Maybe I'm merging, I'm confabulating two things in my head. There are a lot of Peloton instructors. Yes. Uh, and there are a lot of appearances, so that is possible. But at any rate, it was a Bronx, New York channel 11. So and as as people from flyover country mm-hmm. and like it amazes me that like one borough has a channel dedicated to it. Like, right. Like it's not like they cover New York. It's right. like Bronx. It's the Bronx. Like we just do the Bronx. <laughs> well, like, it does say it does say that it was a Bronx staple. It doesn't say they only cover the Bronx. Okay. So, I mean, to be fair, we don't actually know that. It's an assumption. But you would think if it's a Bronx staple, that makes me think that they do something that really says we're focused on the Bronx. Yeah, I have no idea. It makes sense what you're saying, though. I agree with you. Ooh, I made a good point, And I said something that made sense. <laughs> you are on a roll. I am on a roll. <laughs> so I'm really excited about this next article. It's a website who I've been following for a long time. Mm, uh, we've never I, talked about it, but oh, geez, what Vag News? No, no, what it's no what's veg. veg, veg as in vegetable. Oh, well, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. Okay, then in that that case, I am not familiar with this site's work. Okay, I had a feeling. <laughs> That was the case. But uh, Veg News. Veg News. They highlighted Robin Arzan. They had a whole interview with her. And if you wanted to know, you could vote for your favorite vegan products in the 2023 Veggie Awards, which I didn't even know was a thing. But it makes sense that it's a thing. Yeah. I've learned with the Internet that pretty much everything is a thing. Uh, That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, That is definitely fair. But yeah. And... Why Robin thinks balance is bullshit. She's talked about this before (laughs) many times. So that's cool. Yeah. And she does it all completely powered by plants. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here. This is her Instagram post talking about her appearance. Yes. And then also speaking of Robin, uh, her new book is Almost Upon Us. It is. Yeah, it comes out in uh, March and you can pre-order now if you haven't done so yet. You can just head over to her Instagram, go to the link in her stories and you too can pre-order Strong Baby. German instructor Charlene Weidenbach. I think it's Charlotte. Char- what did I say? Charlene. Oh, yeah. That's not even a name. Mm-mm. I'm just making things up. <laughs> Don't listen to me, people. <laughs> Take you- it back. I look. I had a good point. I said something that made sense. Like, it's all over now. Like, come on. I had a good run. You did. Yeah. So, And, and you should hit the translate button on this one so you know what's happening. <laughs> There you go. There we go. So we had talked about Charlotte being on this podcast a while back, and we don't know how to pronounce it. It's so like, it's like uh, Han Oof Oof's hearse, sure. which I believe means hands on heart. Yes, it does mean that. And, Look at and, that. And so she say they have regular panel discussions. This is the third time that she has been on. 
and they have been moderators. So part of these panel discussions, she actually got to go live. And then this week they were talking about sport and in particular entry to training and the peculiarities in heart patients. And so she was just talking about that. You can she also has a link on her Instagram, which of course will be in our newsletter, that you are able to find all of those episodes over on Spotify. And she is a doctor, we should point out. Yeah, which I honestly had no idea. I thought our only doctor was was Chelsea Jackson Roberts. So I did not realize that, that she was a doctor until this particular episode came out. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Wish I could read more German because I probably already would have known that. <laughs> and coming up after this, uh, Angelo's going to talk to us about finding keto vegan snacks. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink, and it also makes me feel good. Like, it's a great way to start the day. Uh, you know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the right. morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> this generation's V8. Yes, I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink drink and it can help replace your your multivitamin just by drinking an ag1 every day yes and not only did i replace my multivitamin with ag1 but i love that every scoop also includes prebiotics probiotics and digestive enzymes for gut support it also has vitamin c and zinc to support my immune health if there's one product i had to recommend to elevate your health it's ag1 and that's why i've partnered with them for so long if you want to take ownership of your health it starts with ag1 try ag1 and get a free one-year supply supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. Clipout. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube, it's Angelo here to answer your fitness and nutrition questions, and this week we'll actually do that. <laughs> Hi, Angelo. <laughs> Thanks for having me back, guys. Oh, we appreciate it. This question comes from an email that I received from Christina Ciano. She has a question specifically, she said, for Angelo. She went to a doctor back yep. in 2015. She was diagnosed with breast cancer, okay? Oh. A, a dietitian gave her a recommendation to do a 50% vegetarian slash vegan diet after that diagnosis, okay? So she's been doing it this whole time. However... <laughs> This year, she just got diagnosed with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And now she says she has to lose 30 pounds. And it looks like most recommendations lean toward a keto diet whenever they're looking at this fat, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And she said that's the polar opposite of what she's been doing. And she's like, I can make my ah. peace with grilled chicken and broccoli for dinner. I've never been 100% vegetarian or vegan. But are there vegan keto lunches or snacks that you can recommend? Does that even exist? And uh, so putting you on the spot for some ideas. Wow. Okay. Great. <laughs> Christina, great question. Okay. So first of all, the disclaimer, I got to stay in my lane. I am not a doctor. So what comes first is the medical diagnosis. But what I will speak to, you know, so you got to listen to your dietitian, your doctor on what to, what to eat and how to fuel your body for that. That's priority. Now, 
hopefully I can add a little value just speaking to the metabolic piece. So what the dietitian told you back in 2015, if I, if I have these notes right, if I'm understanding right, is to basically go more plant-based, not mm-hmm. entirely plant-based. Correct. So what I would argue in, in your case, Christina, is there's no downside to doing that. Now, I know a lot of people think that if I go plant-based by default, that's low protein, high carb, but it doesn't have to mean that, especially when you're just doing 50%. So if it is your desire to lose 30 pounds and continue at least more on the plant-based side of things, you can easily accomplish both. Yes, we you could go with a low carb approach. That is a tool and that comes with pros and cons metabolically, but managing calories and manipulating modestly your carbohydrates can also work. So how I recommend to my clients, especially if they have any sort of history of cardiac disease, if there's anything like that, I'm always wanting them to yeah, let's let's err on the side of plant-based a little more. The reason is because there are research uh, studies that have taken place that have shown some individuals respond very well to a more keto, higher fat, protein type diet, but not everyone. Whereas I never find research where somebody ate a bunch of fruits and vegetables <laughs> and all of a sudden their, their blood work looked worse. So I always like to go on air on that side because I know I'm going to get a good result. So here's how I recommend doing that. Go mostly plant-based during the day and have your animal protein at night. So you can still do that chicken breast. You can still do those lean proteins and you can feel satiated. But if you reserve that for dinner, then that's the meal most people will take the time, they're cooked, they'll prepare for. It'll be more of a to-do. And also socially, if you're eating with friends or you're at a restaurant, that is most likely to be the meal. During the day, if you're willing to do some advanced prep, it is very easy to get adequate protein, get lots of vegetables, and get measured carbohydrates from slow digesting sources. Rice and beans is a great way at lunch combined with a medley of vegetables and some healthy fats. I'm always a fan of things like avocado or extra virgin olive oil. You can make some great meal combinations. You can make a a brown rice or wild rice or quinoa bowl with tofu or black beans or actually any number of lagoons and beans and still get some protein with that meal and pile on the veggies. For your snacks, I'm a big fan, regardless of what approach we're taking, cutting carbs or whether we're um, actually going for a more plant-based diet. I'm a big fan of combining low glycemic fruits with nuts, almonds, walnuts. These are great healthy nuts. Um, And in your case, I think it's going to appease what I'm guessing your dietician was recommending based on your previous diagnosis. Um, Nuts, fruits, things like that are probably, check with them, but probably going to be a good choice for you. Here's the recommendation I would make for snack time. Select fruits that you consume with the peel intact. You eat the outside of. Now, this isn't a hard rule. It isn't 100% of the case, but in the vast majority, if you consume the outside of the fruit, it's going to be lower glycemic. 
think apples, think berries, etc. If you have something where you peel it and discard the rind or the peel, it tends to be higher glycemic or think of in terms of higher sugar when it comes to weight loss. So things like watermelon, pineapple, banana, those aren't going to be as ideal for weight loss. But some berries, some nuts, great snack options. And then at breakfast, you know, it's so easy to get a slow digesting carb. I'm a big fan of things like sweet potato in the morning. I'm a big fan of old fashioned oats. And there's any sort of, uh, you, you know, mixture of those. And if you really want to stay uh, focused on the plant-based squash is a real satiating vegetable that you can eat that's somewhat hearty in the mornings. And you know how, you know, you might be shocked, but the, what I'd recommend for your protein in the morning is get a vegan protein powder. It's actually what I use in the mornings. I use it because it's just so convenient. For breakfast today, I had a bowl of oatmeal, old-fashioned, but I microwaved it. <laughs> it's easy. I threw it in the microwave, and I had a vegetarian, actually a vegan protein shake. And it's just a routine. It's quick. I didn't you know, sit and savor it. It was what I ate while I worked in the morning, and it just makes things really easy. And it's going to manage the macronutrients, uh, Christina, that you're worrying about, and it's going to keep your calories lower. If you reserve the protein for exclusively at night, your total animal protein intake, you reserve animal protein, sorry, exclusively at night, then the amount of animal protein you have in your day-to-day -day diet will be pretty small. It will be pretty managed. And so I think, uh, Christina, you, you can check all the boxes at the same time. You can lose the weight. Now, if you hit a plateau and it needs a little tweaking, well, uh, give us a ring. I'm happy to talk anytime. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for all that. And if people would like this sort of information tailor-made for them, where can they find you? If they go to metpro.co slash TCO, we would be happy to visit with you. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Other Connected Fitness. So it was not a good week for Tonal. Sadly, it was not. Yeah. Um, so they raised the price of the machine another $500. That's the second increase in, I I want to say like eight weeks, maybe, maybe three months. So eight to 12 weeks, something like that. And they are undergoing another round of layoffs. For everyone freaking out, though, I just want to point out how many rounds of layoffs Peloton yeah. has been through. Although it is not good news, I do not think we need to jump to the conclusion that we will have bricks on our walls. I think everyone saying that needs to chill out. Yeah. From the people that I talked to at Tonal, they still have plans. Like They are still moving forward and they feel like they are starting to get things under control, the bleeding under control, and get things back where they needed to be. They also hired another instructor, which I will admit not really pleased about if you're losing that much money. I don't know that that was the best timing, but who knows what that looked like on paper and why that was a good decision. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. But uh, it's still a great product. It is. Yeah. And I would also like to point out that I have read no fewer than 10 articles in the past two days of companies laying people off. Yeah. Like it's happening everywhere. Google, Microsoft. Not just tech. Uh, yeah. I read 3M. What is the company that makes Sharpies? They just laid off a bunch of people too. I believe that's Sharpie. No, it's not. <laughs> it actually isn't. I think that might be 3M actually. It's not. Oh, it's not? It's okay. not. Because uh, it was two separate articles that I read and they were like, this was three, both of them mentioned 3M and then they mentioned the company that owns Sharpie and it started with an L. New L. Oh, okay. It started with an N. 
had an L sound. <laughs> but it has the word L in it. There you go. <laughs> She's like, here's here's where I thought. Here's where I went in my head. Go to L. Go How to L. That? <laughs> but there's been a lot, and obviously the whole economy is kind of crazy right now. It so is a weird time. It is a very weird time. So I personally am not panicking. I don't think anyone else needs to panic. I mean, if you feel like you got to sell it, sell it. They also raise the price of the uh, the monthly, the monthly subscription. subscription. Yeah. Now, if you just activated your subscription, you get 12 months from the time you activated it before you start paying the higher fees of $10 more a month. But if you've had your subscription for a while, that takes place immediately. So there's all that. Yeah. Peloton Artist Collaboration. We have another entry in the Broadway series. This time it will be featuring the new musical Six. Yes. And they can make herstory. See, yes. see what they did there. I guess it's not super new. It's been around for a little bit. It's actually on tour. It's it coming is. to St. Louis like in the next couple weeks. I didn't. Uh, oh, yeah. Isn't Brian going to that? Yeah, that's yeah. the one uh, Brian's going to check out. Yeah. And if you were wondering who all is teaching classes, it will be Robin, Maddie, what Sam. Duh. <laughs> I know, right? Right? Uh, Hannah and Jeffrey McEachern. So. I think Maddie would be a former Peloton instructor if they didn't let him teach one of the Broadway classes. I mean, he is seriously invested into the Broadway series. He'd be so. like, I'm out. <laughs> I don't know if we should say that. Maddie yeah. would be like, well, I do need a yeah, job, Yeah, he's like, guys. well, I mean, yeah, it's important to me, say. but I, so is a paycheck. Yeah, like, let's not get crazy. Yeah, he's like, what am I going to We're just go? trying to support you, Maddie. Yes. We love you. He's like, what am I going to go over to Echelon and do a Broadway class? Because like, <laughs> all I'm going to get is like Fiddler on the Roof. and. <laughs> Carousel. It's going to be all things that are like 60 years old. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Echelon is doing seven. (laughs) (laughs) They're doing five. Oh, okay. It is less. Okay. Right, right, right. (laughs) In case you missed it. We have beginner Pilates classes. We sure do. Uh, Kristen McGee is going to be, uh, well, not going to be, she already filmed these classes. Uh, It's a week of six different classes. They're all introductory and they are designed to help you start your Pilates journey. So it starts with a principle and then it builds to a more confident practice. Uh, So very exciting for Kristen. And don't forget that if you have not had a chance to do so already, this is one of the live class series they will be teaching live now that so we had the uh, boot camps that got added and pilates got added so that's pretty cool we have a new level on lane break we do it's the lunar new year and it is a 20 minute level featuring peggy gao bts and chung ha and more i love and more no and oh more oh i see there you go okay I took Susie's Lunar Near run and uh-huh. it was really fun. I took it last Sunday and I was, or Saturday, and I was in like the shittiest mood when I was running <laughs> and I still enjoyed it. Like Susie really has a way of making you enjoy every single class. Well, like, that's awesome. It's really good. We have a new apparel drop. Bring your own energy. Well, we did. And it sold out in, um, I believe when Callie posted, she said that it sold out in 30 minutes. Whoa. So uh, it was a capsule collection. Yeah. And it was Callie's capsule collection. So it was bring your own energy, really cute little bra and a hoodie and leggings and T-shirt. And uh, 
everything except for the bra was sold out in 30 minutes. Now, if you live in Canada, they still have everything. You can still get it all there so as can, of yesterday. Can you order it there and pay for international shipping? If you use one of those international shipping companies, gotcha. you can. And then I had to share this video because I thought it was really fun that Olivia and Kendall and Callie and Maddie all did a fun little video for <laughs> the advertisement of this new apparel drop. That was really fun. And speaking of the Bring Your Own Energy Collection, just something interesting to note that Shape Magazine posted about it on their Instagram as well. Just far as I know is the first time that's ever happened. Well, maybe they did something with Kendall's, but I don't think so because I think that was all through the company that she went, she like went through. What was the name of that company? It was the one with the eye on it. The apparel company. I don't know why I'm asking you. Yeah. I, the green set that she did. Um, I'm sure somebody's yelling. something? I don't know. Oh. Anyway, my whole point to that is that's the only other time I can think of that like a third party did something. But now she posted about it. I just think we're going to start seeing more of this. Yeah. Uh, they also kind of use this to tie back to their motivation issue, which obviously Callie was a part of. So pretty cool. Yeah. Peloton birthdays. And finally, we've got one birthday for you this week, and it is Kendall Toole. She was born on January 28th. She was. Happy birthday, Kendall. Happy birthday. And coming up next, we're going to talk to Lauren Romanowski about her Peloton journey and functional medicine. Lots to learn. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Lauren Romanowski. Hey, Lauren, how's it going? Hi. Hey there, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, thanks for having me. Excited <laughs> to be here. We'll, we'll see we are... if you feel that way in 30 minutes. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if we can change it. I'm just kidding. Totally... Well, my dentist sure does because he was impressed when I said I was funny. <laughs> Who's your dentist? Dr. Gonzalez, he's in Newport Beach and I'm in Laguna Beach, but his wife's an avid Peloton rider and athlete. And so I was like, guess what? So it was big topic today. <laughs> That's so thank great. you. I love that. <laughs> okay. Well, you're obviously an avid Pelotoner yourself. When did that come to be? How did you find Peloton? So Peloton kind of found me. I had moved to Arizona. I'd lived in New York City most of my life and Chicago. Spent a, you know, some time here or there. And then moved to Arizona thinking it was going to be a great idea. And then I was waking up at four in the morning so I could run before it got to be 100 degrees. And I was like, whoa, 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 like slow your roll, Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, I was running in my sleep and basically my pajamas. And then it was like, well, what's this Peloton thing? And, you know, if I'm in the house 18 hours a day what's this all about? And then, you know, I drank the (laughs) Kool-Aid and it became, you know, my salvation to the summers in Arizona. Okay. So when was it? Did I miss the year? Did you say, or did I just go like, I've been like three and a half years. I've been in um, California two and a half years and I was in Arizona for like a year and a half before that. So like three and a half years. Okay. So you've had the Peloton since we're in 20. So you've had it since like early 2020. Yeah. Late 2019, somewhere in there. Well, that is exciting. And so you started with the bike, I would assume. What kind of fitness routine did you have before you got the bike? What did that look like? So I've been an athlete all my life, high school swimmer, college swimmer, volleyball. And then outside of college, I was on a couple volleyball teams in New York and, you know, a social thing. And I've always been a runner. 
And someone close to me in Connecticut said to me one time, you know, like, you should start running. I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) And then nine months later, I did my first marathon. (laughs) So I just want to say, like, thank you, Nick, you know, because he believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. And then I started doing marathons. And so fitness and lifting weights and whatnot's always been a part of my life. And then came Peloton. So do, do you have a Peloton tread or do you have a regular treadmill that you do like Peloton? <gasps> oh, oh, God, no. <laughs> you know, it's got to be slats all the way, right? It's got to be the plus. Oh, my God. I know. Right. But it's, you, you know, know, I don't allow my cats to get, you know, sucked under. You good, know, we're good. Good. That's good. But a lot of people can't get the Tread Plus because like they missed, you they missed a, the you opportunity. You had a brief window. Yeah. You had yeah. a brief window. And a lot of people sent them back when they could get $4,000 back. So they sent them back. So a lot of people are sad about that now. But I, I know they have to pry it out of my hands. Like that's not going anywhere. <laughs> I love my Tread Plus. I am all about the slats just like you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they can make the hole in the ground, you know, big enough for both of us. You're going I'm together. Happy to lay on it. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> we're going down together. I feel sorry for those Paul Bearers. <laughs> right? oh, you should have saw my movers. They were just like, "Oh yeah, we got this." Wow, that's impressive. That thing is heavy. <laughs> for sure. Okay, so you've got the bike, you've got the tread plus, and you lift weights. So, did I cover everything from a Peloton standpoint, or do you do other modalities? Yoga. Yoga-ish. Okay. Um, Pilates with Sam a yeah. little bit here or there. Some meditations, but yoga is a little slow for me because I'm got a little bit of energy most days. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell. And I'm not caffeinated. So, you know. That is all natural. <laughs> and I don't have the guide, but yeah, I do my Peloton every day. It's right there. That's awesome. That's great. Okay, so I guess I want to kind of switch gears a little bit and jump into like your day job. Tell us about that. So I put on about 20 different hats every day and I'm launching a business right now and also studying for a high stakes test for a national board certification. But I do functional medicine and work to coach people through functional medicine in a modifiable lifestyle approach. If so, that makes so sense. So what yeah. does that mean? Yeah. In people. <laughs> In people, exactly. <laughs> so functional medicine, some people think holistic or natural, but it's more of a preventive type care where modifying your lifestyle through nutrition, movement, mindfulness, relationships, and most importantly, sleep, the things you can change about yourself that are precursors to a lot of diseases. So through relationships, can you like write a prescription for divorce? (laughs) I could have used one of those about 12 years ago. (laughs) Oh, you and me both. Yeah, Yeah, maybe if I had. I would have had a drip for a couple years. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) If you only knew. Um, Same. (laughs) Okay. But to your point. Communication is really huge. And then also having, you know, mindfulness. And, you know, sometimes people think, you know, it's a little woo woo. But when you're bringing that baggage and not putting it down from the past, you're lugging that stuff around and you're bringing it with you wherever you go. And if you can do just be a little more cognizant and being mindful, incorporating your nutrition, different movement exercises, and really, like most importantly, sleep, because sleep is the foundational element of mental, physical, and emotional health. Okay. You know, I always 
told Crystal when we were dating when it came to baggage. I was like, the secret isn't finding somebody without any baggage because that doesn't exist. It's finding someone with matching luggage. Ours matches so well. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but I'm OK. So like for people who are still kind of trying to, to picture what that looks like, let's say you have a person come in, they want to see you. What would they say? Like what kind of like quote unquote ailment would they come to you with? Does that make sense? Sure. It could be someone coming from their primary doctor or Western medicine doctor saying, I'm pre-diabetic and he wants to put me on five meds and said, you know what, you might be able to take a look at things. And from a functional medicine approach and when you coach people through it, it's looking at what happened before those symptoms came. Like you do, um, it's called a matrix and a timeline of, you know, what happened when you were younger that, you know, did your mother smoke? What was going on even in the womb? Because you're bringing that along with you or if you had any traumas in your life. And when did the irritable, irritable bowel start happening? You know, maybe it happened and coincided with a specific time in life. And so it's just like, okay, let's try and eliminate all the triggers up front through a nutritional plan first to see what's going on and seeing if we can get stuff under control this way instead of putting a Band-Aid or a pill on top of a symptom. Because even if you're numbing a symptom, the underlying root cause is still there. Yeah, I guess I have always kind of heard it explained or look at it like my brain has meshed it together. <laughs> that it's like looking at alternatives to just taking medicine for things that are happening with you. It's like, what else can you change? Like we had a guest on, do you remember Stacey Revere? I mean, she talks to us all the time, but she was a guest on the show and she went to a functional medicine doctor uh, specifically because she was having like symptoms that kind of looked like it was, what are those diseases where the, like your body is attacking itself? I'm having- Autoimmune? Autoimmune, yeah. thank you. Yeah, hey, got one right. Uh, yay. And so she talked to doctors to figure out like how to change her nutrition to really reduce those symptoms. And that made a huge difference for her. And so that's kind of visually how I interpret it. But it's I know that it encompasses a lot of things. But would you say that's kind of an accurate representation? Yeah, I think you're spot on, you know, and aside from sleep, I mean, 80 around 82% of how you look, feel and act on a daily basis is due to your nutrition. and taking a look at things that might be inflammatory in your body. You know, if you got headaches or arthritis, bursitis, itis is, you know, an inflammation. And instead of saying here, take this pill so it doesn't hurt, you know, where a functional medicine practitioner will look for that root cause of is where is it stemming from? Is there stuff going on in your gut? Is there, you know, what's your blood look like and do more testing or more than just an allergy testing panel that a typical Western MD would do? No, so normally it's my thoughts that are inflammatory. Can you <laughs> do anything with that? Uh, well, maybe you it's your, your thoughts all day long, right? <laughs> well, you know what? He doesn't eat fruits and vegetables. Maybe there's a link. Tom, I think we have. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think we just broke her. Yeah. <laughs> What? She's like, I thought, I thought, her, I thought her Wi-Fi crapped out, but she was just frozen in terror. So tell me, tell me, what what did these vegetables do to you? They're gross. Yeah, it's a texture thing. It's I a texture. can't. It's a texture. I can't choke yeah. them down. 
Yeah. What about mashed potatoes? I can do that. But see, every time, see, this is the potatoes are the bane of my existence when I have this conversation <laughs> with people. Well, what about if Be- you made cauliflower into like a mashed cauliflower? Well, but that's just cauliflower. But <laughs> he won't. <laughs> but whenever I tell well, people I don't eat fruits and vegetables, and I, I used to say, well, I eat potatoes. And then they would tell me, well, that doesn't count as a vegetable, it's a starch. And then when, but now whenever I say it, they're like, well, what about potatoes? And I'm like, well, <laughs> I just can't win. But uh, I do eat potatoes because I'm Irish and it's the law. Um, okay. But beyond that. Oh, no. and you do eat um, tomato sauce. Tomato sauce, as long as there's no chunks of anything. It's got to it. be smooth. So it's ragu, old world, traditional. It's all we can buy. It's all we can get. Yeah. It's got to so be no chunks of really stuff. really this, would you drink a smoothie with fruit and spinach or kale in it if it was blended like tomato sauce? No. No, I tried it one time I, and it was a disaster. I could, yeah, I tried it with oats and it was like oats and like honey and something. And he could not no. choke it down. Like he literally gagged. It was awful. Yeah. I can't get it down. <laughs> so yeah, she just, potatoes, ragu and a one a day vitamin. Yep. That's what's sustaining my life and, and fiber <laughs> you do. You okay. do take fiber. Yeah. <laughs> so describe a typical day of meals for you. <laughs> so I do MetPro, which has okay. been very effective for me. But I need to preface this for people that are considering MetPro by saying that this is what they've modified for me. This is not what they have people do. Yeah. Right. And so this is a Tom special because I'm a weirdo. Yes. So for breakfast, I'll have eggs with some sort of carb, either wheat toast or sometimes on a corn tortilla. And then a snack. Egg whites, too. Just saying. Eggs and egg whites combined. And then I'll have a snack a few hours later, which is typically a rice cake with peanut butter and a little bit of beef jerky. And then for lunch, I'll have a concoction. And I basically what I do is I make taco meat and I pour ragu on it and some cheese. And then I eat that for lunch. And a few hours later, another snack. And then for dinner, I'll typically have like chicken breast with more ragu and cheese and a potato. That's it. Wow. Every day. Every day. Every I, day. I eat every that every day. day, day in, day out. And so, but that's fine. Like, I'm like, but again, that is not what MetPro makes people do. They were looking for things that I would actually consume that fits their thing. So, like, you have an infinite array of choices if you're on <laughs> MetPro. It's just, if I were left to my own devices, I'd be eating the same th- three things over and over again. Just instead of all that, it would be like burger, fried chicken, pizza. Mm-hmm. So, and chicken okay. tenders. And chicken t- Well, that's yeah, fried chicken. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Chicken of any kind. But yeah, so I'm a weird eater and that's that's what I do. So but it's been very effective for me. I've I probably lost like 50, 60 pounds. No, you've lost 70, 70 pounds. Yeah. OK, um, <laughs> oh, good for you. Yeah. And and have kept it off for over two years at mm-hmm. this point. So mm-hmm. it's been, been, you know, what prompted the weight loss? The eating different. Oh, you mean psychological? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Why did you want to lose weight? Well, I mean, I like it. You know, I was never happy with where I was at, but. And my weight has fluctuated over the years, but I just was kind of like I was 50 or coming up on it. And, and I just thought, like, that's going to bite me in the ass here at some point, And I should probably get out in front of it sooner rather than later. And so I just. Well, the sweet answer that he gives me when no one's around is he wanted to be around longer for me. So that's <laughs> the answer I get. <laughs> yeah. In the last so marriage, I didn't say? care. I was eating rocks and like I was broken glass. Just whatever. Just gonna just waiting for the sweet release. Low of death. carb. Yeah. <laughs> so 
What would you say were the three top takeaways from the weight loss? Remember when she was the guest? I know she we got into she she put her doctor uh, hat on. She's like, I we get this sometimes whenever we have like a nutritionist on yeah, or a doctor. They, we first had the psychologist on. Yeah. And she got super into like, what yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> and it's I'm like alphabetically, chronologically. How would you prefer? So, what was the question three? What? Now? <laughs> what do you think were the three top takeaways that from your health or mental well being after losing the weight? Like takeaways in terms of like things. What was good for you? So I noticed that like, I mean, I I certainly don't get out of breath like I used to. And so like, you know, we told this story before, but we were seeing a show and like we got to the door and we had forgotten something. We had to go back to the car real quick and get it and come back. And it was probably it was a good walk. And we were walking briskly because the show was about to start. And we get back to the door and Crystal made the point. She's like, you know, a year ago. You would be out of breath and drenched in sweat right now. And she and I like wasn't even breathing hard. It was yeah. just like, okay, let's go. And like, we talked the whole time. Yeah, like we, we were, were talking because we never shut up. Like it's <laughs> it's we're, true. We don't. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're always podcasting. It's just sometimes there are mics in front of us. It's um, true. <laughs> so I don't know about coming up with three, uh, but that comes to mind. That, that comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's yeah. what's working for you. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So that in tonal, those yeah. are my things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and your eating plan. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I meant. Like the food in tonal are my. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to put you back on the yes. hot seat. Back to, to functional medicine. What kind of things do you, you like to talk to people about? Like what, if you had like an ideal client that brought in an ideal problem, what would you want it to be? What I like to focus on is the coaching of someone from like, there's stages of change that everyone goes through when they're making any type of change. There's five of those. And then there's people are sometimes ambivalent. And so I like to work using like motivational interviewing or MI techniques to, you know, kind of uncover this ambivalence and really create some empowerment and self-efficacy in patients so that they can take control of their own health and not have a top down, you must do this, but really embrace their health and be a part of their wellness. And so someone who's receptive to even going from, I don't want to change them in denial to going through a pre-contemplative, contemplative, and then a preparation and action stage. I mean, it's kind of cool when people get on board and they start seeing their wins because success begets success. For sure. That's, I think, the hardest part of a fitness journey is that there's a lag time between when you start doing the things and when you start seeing the results. And it's real easy, I think, to drop off during that interim. You kind of got to keep people engaged until they get to a point where they can see that it's it's doing something. Yeah. And people need to be in, you know, they need to be engaged in their own journey and making the decision. So, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, question asking for me, a lot of, we call it health coaches out there understand when I say ors, but you know, you start with open-ended questions. What's top of mind? Like I asked you, what was the highlight of your day? Let's start, start this out positive and let's keep this momentum moving forward. And, you know, just reaffirming what they're saying and then moving on, creating a focus. So Seeing people's transitions when they're self-empowered, you know, it warms your heart. Yeah. Do you have any success stories that immediately come to mind? I work a lot transitioning women through what I call mental pause or menopause. <laughs> and I say mental pause, no sweat, 
because when you incorporate a lot of functional medicine components and health coaching into this, it doesn't have to be, you know, that burden for months or years, you know, that's you just, you know, throw your hands in the air and live with it. And so I have a lot of women who were just like, whoa, I didn't realize, you know, I was sensitive to dairy or I didn't realize this was a trigger or just being mindful and present, you know, don't doesn't let my husband, you know, drive me cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs during the day, you know, and then you lash out. So being present with yourself, I suppose a lot of success comes from that where it was just like, whoa, I didn't know it could almost be this easy, but you still need to do the work. Yeah. So when people come to you and and you're working with women who are going through, I would assume at some point in perimenopause, right? Mm -hmm. They have like specific things they're looking to fix or is it just like, or change? Or is it just like, I'm just don't feel good. Typically, you know, it's your more than a trifecta. It's the weight gain is huge or heart palpitations, night sweats, brain fog, hot flashes, irritability, sadness or depression, low moods. And, you know, sometimes they're first told, oh, you know, go take Ambien to sleep, go take metformin, go take, you know, something, but what's the root cause of this? And women are going through this all the time. And it's just like, well, let's just take a step back and figure this out instead of taking something and piling, you know, one on the other. Yeah, for sure. So you're not anti-medication. It's just maybe let's not have it be the starting point. Yeah. I mean, it's totally every person's journey, but maybe before you want to do something and, you know, it's not, you know, in my purview to say what's necessary for each person, but why not take, you know, this approach and if this doesn't work, your numbers don't come up down, you know, or whatnot, then, you know, let's take the next step, but there's tons of options out there for everyone. This is one, especially if you don't want to go, you know, a pharmaceutical route. Yeah. I am always the last person. Like I'm always very like, I don't want to start with medicine. Like I want (laughs) to try, I want to understand why this is happening to me. And I have done so much research in the last few years reading about perimenopause and menopause. And there's so many things that you can do. I have no idea what your specific thoughts are, but like things like adaptogens, there they are. Um, (laughs) Adaptogens are so helpful, I think, for people. It's not like you have to go straight to hormone replacement therapy. That's not necessarily, I mean, some people choose to do that. Some people need to do that, but that's not necessarily like you have to jump to that. It's It can be so disruptive to change things like adding hormonal therapy that I definitely would be the person to try everything under the sun before I did that, just because it's so disruptive. There's just a lot of stuff. It's very powerful. It's very powerful. And so you want to kind of use with caution. <laughs> Yeah. And I had been that person. I didn't do HRT, just, you know, full disclosure, but I went through health. I don't know. Can I say health? Yeah, I went through hell for several years and I was told just figure it out because I was supposed to be happy all the time. Mm -hmm. And from the outside, people could have thought I was living some fairy tale, but it was hell inside, but I was supposed to be happy and whatever, what can you take? And so I was like, I got to figure this out. And that's what led me down to researching functional medicine. And then, 
taking almost two years and putting myself through school. I'm taking my national boards for the coaching aspect of it because I've been there and from the bottom up. And now it's complete turnaround. That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) What was the biggest change that you think you made that helped? If you mind, you don't mind sharing. No, not at all. I do it all the time, you know, because people, you know, people want to, I want people to trust me and people need to fill their trust bucket up. And for me, it was nutrition and mindfulness because with those two things, my communication skill and relationship skills improved my sleep. I went from like sweating through my pajamas yeah, horrible. And drinking like bottles of water to sleeping through the night. You know, I wear my aura ring, no plug for them, but I really love it. And, <laughs> you know, like I'm sleeping through the night and I'm dreaming, but it was really through nutrition. And I created a transformational food plan where it removes a lot of the trigger type foods and then you reintroduce them. But, you know, you're on the straight and narrow for, you know, a good three weeks. Right. And then it's like, whoa, after three days, your energy starts coming back. The brain fog is gone. The aches and pains are gone. You're sleeping through the night and it's like, come on. And, and then just being really focused and not thinking about yesterday or worrying about tomorrow were both game changers for me. That's awesome. That is awesome. Just kind of a logistical question. Does Do most insurance companies cover functional medicine at all? Good question. Great question. Right now, you have to be in a certain setting where a doctor can bill for it. But overall, no, because there aren't codes for a regular Western medicine physician, which I'm not, to code for this. But there's acts in Congress right now to start having some of these coding for the test and for the coaching that definitely enhances, you know, change in people. That's good. I'm so, glad you know, fingers crossed because yeah. the testing is can be really costly. I bet. Yeah. That's exactly why I was wondering. I was like, <laughs> oh, I bet that's not cheap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some great guys out there, you know, who I follow and whatnot. And so I can't say enough about what I learned from them. Well, you can go ahead and say who they are if you would like to. Oh, like two of my favorites are, well, Dr. Bland was sort of the father of functional medicine. I have his books and I love what he has to say. And then Dr. Jockers, he's really great. He's a huge proponent of intermittent fasting and keto. You know, it's one approach that people take, but his information is spot on. And Dr. Osborne, and he's in, of all places, Sugarland, Texas. And <laughs> I have no affiliation with them, but I just think they're really amazing people and they want to do everything they can to help others. That's great. Awesome. So bringing it back to Peloton, what is your leaderboard name? Loves Italy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because, because you love Italy. Because I love Italy. That was a watercolor that was painted by a woman behind me. It's where my heart lives and it's where I want to live in the future. Yeah, that's... Did you have to spell it weird? I would feel like there's other people that love Italy that would have snagged it. I was the first. How about oh, that? Oh, nice. Nice. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now do you have a favorite instructor? <sighs> I know. I knew you'd ask this. I know. And you know what? I started writing it down in alphabetical (laughs) because I didn't want to offend anyone. You know, it depends on my mood. It's kind of like your music or it's like with all due, you know, asking me my favorite instructors, like asking me my favorite ACDC song, you know, it's tough. (laughs) Um, 
But I'll just say today was Maddie, Husky, and Ben. That's a great choice. That's a great choice. And just to clarify, it's shoot to kill. That's (laughs) or shoot to thrill. That's the best ACDC. Oh come on, shoot to thrill. Uh, he's got very strong opinions about music. <laughs> you don't like Thunderstruck? I know. I didn't say I don't like it. He said I just like Shoot the Thrill. Shoot the Thrill? Okay. Yeah. I like that now little we know. breakdown. That should be your intro, yeah. right? <laughs> we can't afford it. Yeah, we would have know. to license it. That we seems, can't do that. Okay. No. That seems expensive. Thunderstruck is also great. Shoot to Thrill is better. Oh, That's wow. all I'm saying. Okay. So. so do you have any advice for people just now entering the world of Peloton? Um. Why haven't you done it before? Um, (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Two things. First is I know they say, you know, some of the groups are a little toxic and snarky, but you'll find the people that have your voice. Hello, you know, singles over 40. You know, they're a great bunch of people. You know, I've made some friendships along the way. But if you're riding and you're looking at that leaderboard and they're like 45 cadence or something and you're like, I can't do 45 cadence. Finish it up with yet. I can't ride at a resistance or flip it, you know, a resistance of 60 yet. Cause you will. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about those people over there. It's just yet. Cause it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I think that's great advice. Absolutely. It really will. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we let you go, let everybody know where they can find you. Cause I'm assuming I can tell you would like to be found. Normally I give people that out, but I can tell you're, an extrovert and don't mind. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm an introvert. No, I don't believe you. I'm an exponential introvert. Um, for real. <laughs> it does not show. It does not. You're doing very, you're hiding okay. it very well. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I know. I'm going to need like three days, you know, break after this. Yeah. 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 But menopause.no.sweat on Instagram. You can check out stuff there. My program is called Mental Pause No Sweat. And Facebook would be a modifiable lifestyle approach to menopause. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yes, we do. One more thing. We got one more thing. Yeah. Let's hear it. Just one more thing. I promise to say shout out to Flow Flow. Just want to say that. <laughs> and your dentist. <laughs> or and your my dentist dentist wife. Dr. Gonzalez. Yes. And his wife. <laughs> Thanks so much. Oh, I love thank it. You. Yes. Thank you. It's been a joy. Thank you so much. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clipout Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash The Clipout. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash The Clipout. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. And rowing.